All right. Hey, y'all. Um. <laughs> Does she go with that? Hey, y'all. Had to get it I got. I got to greet him. Go ahead. I got to greet. Do your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> My name is Ray, or Raina. Uh-huh. You know, whichever you prefer. But this is redeemed in saying so. It's from Psalms 107 that says, uh, "Let the redeemed of the Lord say so." And my purpose for this is just for those who have been redeemed by the grace of God to share whatever that God has done for them or through them to help someone else understand their own redemption through God. I just want it to be real conversations, real, um, real thoughts, real feelings, whether that be through song, spoken word, um, Bible studies. Yeah, just real. And then what, what does the word say about that? So you're going to have some spoken word on here too? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I wish I I had a poem I had wrote one time. It said uh, one fish, two fish. No, I'm just playing. But hey, I'm I'm Elder B. You know, I'm just a I'm just a a special guest. I'm a co-host, if you will. I look at it more like um, Raina J's covering um, in in ministry and just in life, uh, trying to be one who uh, supports her. You know, in all, in all things that she does. So, you know, you may hear me on here every every now and again. Um, you know, just trying to uh be redeemed and say so. You know, does that? All right. Amen. <laughs> and and with redeemed, if I if you don't mind, I'm gonna take over on your show because it's yours, right? But I remember we were talking about it in like some pre-production type stuff or meetings, and it just hit me hard as we were speaking about one of the topics that our definitions or how we define things mm-hmm. um may not be the right definition. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like you know for me the world had to find what manhood was and then God had to redefine manhood mm-hmm. or redeem me mm-hmm. um, with a new definition and so it's amazing to, to, to be a part of this platform and to be a part of what you have going on because I believe God is going to use this platform to redeem us from a destructive type definition or destructive mindset and give us the correct definitions of, of these things so that we can live redeemed and be who he called us to be and proudly mm-hmm. say so. Amen. I'm done. Well, today's topic, um, it's really kind of the, not necessarily foundation, but um, that's not the word I'm looking for. But it kind of just explains what, to me, what being redeemed and saying so. Mm. Um, um, really? Yeah, because I feel like most of the time we have to be redeemed out of out of some things, um, out of some things that we've gone through, and just just in life. I mean, we we have we had to be redeemed. Yeah. Uh, for like salvation, but mm-hmm. just going through everyday life, we're redeemed every day. By his grace. Yeah. And something that I had learned kind of selfishly, it took me a minute to learn and realize that not everything we go through is for us. But if it took you a minute, it took me an hour. So <laughs> it was a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, we uh, it took me a hot two to four hours. So don't let's, let's not talk about time. Okay. But yeah, well that's cool. I didn't even I didn't even realize that. I, I mean it sounds like a good topic. I'm gonna let you introduce it, but it you know, I didn't see it as that but it makes so much sense it makes so much sense so 
what are we talking about? Well, <laughs> the title of it would be uh, Being Developed in a Dark Place. And I got that from a couple months ago. I was in Austin at my grandma's, at my grandparents' house, and they have these drawers when you walk in. It's just like a bunch of pictures. And they have they have the, the pictures printed out like in photo albums, but they also have like a separate box of these the the developing strips. Hold up, the, the, the film. Photo, the photo albums they got the plastic where you put a the sleeve. Put, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sticky and a yeah. drawer full of them. Okay. And when I was little I'd always play with it because I I didn't understand how you could get such a big picture from such a little piece of film. Mm. And when you hold it up to the light, you can see you can see the picture and what it would be, but it's not in its full development yet. Mm-hmm. So it it took me up like twenty one years to understand what how those pictures were developed into the fullness of what they are. And then after seeing that, it's like well, that's kind of what God does through us. Mm-hmm. He'll give us glimpses of what He is making us into, um, and even just reading His Word all that we can conquer and that we can be and that he has called us, but he has to develop us into that. Okay. Being developed in a dark place. Wow. I'm ready when you're ready. <laughs> well, I'm ready when you're ready. You know, let, me, let me get my mind together. I didn't know you were going to come so deep you know, on the first episode. <laughs> No, yeah. I just I just went and I looked up, you know, how did how is this film developed? How mm-hmm. do you get this little brown strip of film and it's a mini picture and how do you capture a whole moment into this large eight by ten, five by six, whatever it is, frame. So I just looked up the steps and it as I broke it down it made me realize that God does the same thing with us in a way. And step one being choosing your developer. Mm. And they said, what that means is all color developers work largely in the same way. And there's many different developers we can choose from, um, whether you're doing color or black and white. Mm. But as someone who's, whether you're experienced or even new to the picture developing, like doing Mm. it on your own, it's a lot of options. So it can be hard to figure out and decipher which developer you actually want to use because they all work in uniquely different ways for whichever purpose you're using. Hmm. But I thought about it with God, and with him, it's really, it's not difficult. It's either it's God or it's not. Yeah. I don't, I don't, feel, like, I don't feel like there's any gray when it comes to God. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's God or the world, mm-hmm. you know, um, because... If, like you said, being developed in a dark place, if it's not God, we're still being developed, but it may not have, you might not get the best quality. Right. Right. Um, but, and a lot of times if we don't choose, like myself, when I didn't choose God, I really chose myself. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows, I don't know how to develop no pictures. So. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to go put the SD card in Walmart <laughs> and try to pick which one I think is the best. So, um, but yeah, you're, but if it's not God, then it's, it's not going to be, um, I guess the best for like, it's his plan. It's his world. He created all things. So for us to have a, uh, to be aligned with him, mm-hmm. then would have to be him mm-hmm. to be the developer. Um, if we're not aligned with him, then it could be 
my wife could be a developer. You know, you could be a de- anybody can be it. So, but it is important for us to choose the correct developers. And it, you know, it's amazing too because the film don't have a choice. Right. I mean, like the little strip of paper that mm-hmm. you <laughs> right didn't have a choice. Right, they're but, there regardless. Yeah. So it was really, I, I guess, the one who makes the choice would be dependent upon if we, um. One, I guess, accept Christ, but the Holy Spirit would lead us to, mm-hmm. I guess, the developer. And the reason I felt like it was so important, because whatever you choose as your developer, being whatever we idolize, is what we develop into. Mm. And a lot of people hear the word idolize, and they think that's something, you know, we bow down and worship, but it's really whatever takes precedent in your heart. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever that you put most important in your heart and in your life, that's what you'll end up developing into. And if it's anything other than God, really, it won't, it won't ever fulfill whatever you're looking for. Mm. Wow. What's in your heart is what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. You got all that from your grandma house. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I don't want to go. I got to, some food too. <laughs> about, look, I don't want to go to your grandma house at all. You know, she can keep all that. Got some you food know. too. Okay. <laughs> So, so for you, we talked about time. Um, how was the process of choosing a developer? You know, because I think, like, even for, you know, children, even when you're younger, this is something we don't even really think about. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if this is not just a developer and how you're, you know, the analogy you're using now, but we don't even consider these things. It's almost like you grow up and when you get grown, you can right. do what you want to do. So how was the process for you to get to a place of I'm being developed? The way I'm being developed is not like there's something wrong with mm-hmm. how I'm being developed. Like, how was that? Uh, it For the, for a long time, I grew up in church. So it's like, fortunate for, fortunately for me, I had the exposure to God and who he was. I didn't have the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, I was just going to church out of routine, really. And I enjoyed going, but there was no relationship. It was just something I did. Yeah. Um, because the other six days of the week, I was just doing whatever. So over time, as I got older, really not until 2019, um, was when I actually started seeking a relationship because it was just like, Everything just kind of felt like, not pointless. Well, yeah, I guess pointless because it's just like I didn't, I didn't know what purpose I was looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, I knew I had goals, mm-hmm. but if that didn't work out, it's kind of like having your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know your identity, you don't. I, I can't. I'm not going to say my identity is, um, is to be, you know, an accountant because. If I lose my job, then what am I? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say my identity is a, you know, is a girlfriend because if we break up, then who am I? Yeah. I can't put my identity on something that, that the world gives me because if that if that ends, then what else will I have? Mm-hmm. So it really was just coming to the realization that I needed something that would withstand. I mean, that would um, that could be my foundation of who I am, mm-hmm. and I knew I couldn't find that in anything else other than God. And 2019, you know, I, I ain't known you long, but if I had to do a little calculation, I know <laughs> last night we was talking about doing some math work, 
and some PEMDAS, you know, and please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. My, I don't have a Sally, but uh, anyway, <laughs> you were in college at that time, right? I was. Uh, it was my, it was my sophomore year, you know. And I mean, <laughs> the reason why I brought it, well, I thought about it because I remember being at the same school that you're in. Mm. As I was saying, I remember being at the same school that you were in. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went there, and I had a great time freshman year. (laughs) Great, like Tony the Tiger. I had a great time freshman year, and it was sophomore year. I remember being down in the union. And when you walk in the union, you know, this side, they had a Chick-fil-A and Mm -hmm. all this stuff down Mm -hmm. there. We were walking, and there was a piano or something Mm -hmm. right there. And we used to meet there all the time and sing and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so all of us was there singing. My homeboy, Brandon, and my dude, Quinn, was playing the keys. And we just having a good time. And then all of a sudden, I just find myself in a corner by myself. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know what happened. I don't know what triggered it. Because it was the same thing that we do every day. Mm-hmm. And I just found this, I just felt this sense of, what am I doing? And so I walk off, and I was 20, 22 at the time, because I was 21. I had went to the service, got out, then went to college. So I was 21 my freshman year, 22 sophomore. And um, and I, I wasn't really a sophomore because I didn't get the credits because I was doing the food. They're great. That's all right. I was doing the food. <laughs> so we having a great time. But I, I found myself, I guess, realizing that I wasn't being developed, mm-hmm. realizing that you know, even though I was having a good time, there was still some emptiness there. I had no sense of purpose. I call it my first midlife crisis. I was 22 years old. <laughs> and so that's what stood out to me when you said, you know, I'm looking at, you know, the time and it's 2020. And you said 2019 and you're in college and you are working towards a degree and you are working towards a career, but realizing that, hey, uh, what's really going on? Right. And so a lot of people, like, it's, it, it seems like it would be easy to find yourself in that place. Mm-hmm. And I found myself in that place. So even in the service, I went to the service right out of high school, not really knowing what life was about, mm-hmm. almost afraid to to live real life. And so I went to the service because it was almost, I can be get closed, so I don't have to think about anything. And then I didn't even make it in the service two, after two years because... I'm looking at myself and realizing what am I doing? These things that I think I'm doing or trying to develop myself, I'm developing into nothing. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm really ruining the film, you know. Um, and so it's just amazing to to consider, you know, that you don't have to be old, mm-hmm. you know, um, to start thinking like this. You know, you can be in your twenties. You can be in your 16s, you know, in your teens and thinking like that. But a lot of the times we just so with going with the flow and just going, you know, mm-hmm. with how things are. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. That's amazing because right where you were, um, 18 years ago, I was in the same place, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yeah. I, I did, like, my whole, my whole first year here, I did a lot. It was a I did a lot, not a lot of school. <laughs> I still passed, but I did. A, I was just barely, just you did barely. Than me. <laughs> I was, 
And after, I mean, it wasn't even, I didn't even get through the whole first semester. And I was just like tired of it. Like we do the same thing with the same people. Yeah. Thursday through Sunday. And it was just like, eventually I was just like, all right, now what? Like, I'm just tired of it. Mm -hmm. It kind of just wore my own self out. And uh, I didn't even like it. I, I don't honestly. I don't know. <laughs> really? I, I did it. I mean, it was. I had fun, mm-hmm. but it was just like the next day. I was. I wasn't oh, having fun. Trust me, that is miserable. Like this is. Why do I keep doing this yeah. day after day? And I guess that's why it was part of the reason why it was so easy for me to stop. Is I was just like I don't even like this in the first place. So. So. <clears throat> In 2019, was there a certain moment that made you say, I need to choose a better developer? I mean, like, you, you we grow up in church, mm-hmm. and we know or we're taught that God is, mm-hmm. you know, everything, and we need God, we need Jesus, we need love, we need all of these things. Um, but, there's, you know, for me, it was an encounter I had with him mowing a yard. Mm-hmm. Um, 2016, you know, that really triggered it for me. Um, also, I guess my daughter being born in, in 2011 too, um, that kind of started it. But you know, there's a was, was there a particular moment that made you say, "Uh, uh-uh, I gotta do something." Yeah, I would say it was December 2018, and I had just got to the point where it's like everything was just too much for me to bear mm-hmm. uh, on my own, mm-hmm. and I. I didn't think that that was true. Like when people say like, you can't bear your burdens, but you really like, you really can't. Um, and I was just like, it was just like too much. And thinking back, I can't even, I can't tell you if I was actually like, if I was being dramatic, if I was really just like over it, but it clearly God got me to the point where it's just like, I didn't have a choice, but to turn to him. Mm. So, and for a while after that, or no, I would guess say leading up to that, I was I was angry with God because I was like, why, if you won't place more on us than we can bear, why do I feel like this? Mm-hmm. So and it was really me. That's when I realized like you can't just go to church. Like you have to actually have that relationship for yourself. Um, it doesn't matter. I can tell you how many days of church I missed growing up. Like I I didn't miss church, um, but I also didn't have a relationship, so there was really no point in me even going to church. So it wasn't until I really started having that relationship for myself where I started feeling those burdens lightning and understanding why I was even feeling that way. Um, because like I said, it's not, it's not always for you. Yes. Part of it is for you, for you to be developed, for you to be developed. But once you get developed, it's for you to pour into somebody else. Hmm. And, I, and I'm looking, you know, at the word, you know, cause, um, you know, the word is, you know, what we live by. Mm-hmm. But looking at the word, you know, it says in the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty mm-hmm. and darkness covered the deep waters. And um, I think this is a scripture, one that stood out to us because we're talking about being developed in the dark. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when we're talking about 2019. And for me, it was 2003. Um, it could have been 2010 and then come back again. 2000. Anyway, we don't go into that. But, um, it's crazy. Sometimes you have to be found in a dark place. Yeah. You know, in order for God to speak into your life. So if the earth was formless and empty, 
and darkness covered the deep. I was in college, you know, and I'm having a good time, but I still was formless. I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was having, I mean, a funky good time, but I still was empty. Yeah, yeah. And it still felt dark. And it was at those moments where God would speak and say, let there be light mm-hmm. and start forming and positioning. Uh, the waters and the land and things in your life and things start taking shape. And so, um, you know, it's amazing to think um, that even for, like, kids coming up, because I have a strong interest in youth and not wanting them to um, follow in my footsteps as far as how long it took for me to get to this place, um, it's, it's crazy because you... It's like the world continues to do the same thing mm-hmm. over and mm-hmm. over and over. And it was like if I had to tell my kids or anybody, my nieces, nephews, cousins, hey, man, you don't, want, you don't have to be empty. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to go to a place where you feel like you're formless or you're empty or you're covered by darkness. You can choose for yourself at an early age mm-hmm. um, that – you know, I already know I'm empty. I'm already know I'm filthy. I already know these things about myself. I don't have to get a big head or be prideful or arrogant. I know whose I am mm-hmm. and can start at that place there and be formed in, you know, as, as we were formed in a womb. I think that's the problem, though. A lot of people don't want to actually humble themselves in their mind mm. um, to say, oh, maybe I do need God. Mm. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that was my problem because I had I had the mindset of it. I just wasn't living it in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, I know I need God, but it was just like when I want Him. Like I want God when I when I want when He's convenient when yeah. I need something. Yeah. But um, I wasn't living with Him, and I feel like that's why God allows us to get in those dark places because it's easier to see the light when you're in the dark. Mm-hmm. it's harder to see the light when you're already in the light. Yeah. Um, and that takes time. Sometimes there's people who have been walking with God all their life and they still, it takes them a minute to, you know, see, Oh, that was God working. Mm-hmm. Um, but take knowledge of them to appreciate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like when you're in that low place and that's all you can see is the light and you have no choice, but to say that that was God. Like you take God for granted, mm-hmm. you know, like the old children of Israel, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know like old Brandon, Children, look, I took them for granted. When you grow up in church, and that's what you do, mm-hmm. Easter programs, Christmas programs, you know, Easter egg hunts, you know, you're doing speeches, mm-hmm. and, you you know, Women's Day program, and men's, you're coming at church, and you, your Sunday school, usher. <laughs> Your Sunday school, then you have your usher meeting, then you go to church, and you got to go to your grandma's house afterwards because you got a three o'clock program. <laughs> you know, then you come back and you got another six o'clock, and you and you do that all the time. Mm-hmm. It makes it more of a, like you said, routine. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember being in a seminary, and even the the work mm-hmm. became more routine. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, where it started out, man, I want to know how to study my Bible. I want to get closer to God. It became more of, man, I got to get this A. Man, I got to keep my GPA up, mm-hmm. you know. And so it just became more routine, and I didn't appreciate the access I had to the knowledge or the mm-hmm. access that I had to get closer to him. And even being in that place, found myself in another dark place. Mm-hmm. 
um, to where I could truly see what the light is. And, and, and it makes it important to sound to like thinking about it, that you're around people who are like, mm-hmm. like-minded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who can honestly tell, see the truth, mm-hmm. like where they are. Because if you're around people who can't truly see the light, then you won't be able to see it. Or, you know, they might have, I always say, a 40-watt bulb mm-hmm. when we're really supposed to be using that, that upgraded LED or halogen. And so but we, sometimes we might find ourselves cool with that yellow tint. Mm-hmm. And want, but wondering why it's not as bright as it could be, right. you know. But if you're around people that's used to that, then that becomes your normal. Mm-hmm. That becomes okay. Um, so, yeah. But that's cool, man. I mean, again, you go to your grandma's house couple months back and she make you salmon croquettes and potatoes. Now nah, she <laughs> <laughs> She did, I think she did. She made tilapia, I think. Okay. So she made tilapia. She makes maybe catfish. I think she okay. fried catfish. So she do that and you go and you look at the old pictures. Now mm-hmm. let me ask you this though. Did you see some old pictures that you was embarrassed to even see? No, cuz I seen them all. I go through those drawers. I don't know why I go through them every time. Like even when I lived at home, I always go through those drawers. I, I don't and all know. your pictures are good? I was cute. <laughs> There's some pictures I burned. Okay? I'm just, <laughs> they had to get boinged. You no, know? my braces, that, that phase, there's no pic. You can't find a picture of me with braces. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. Is that a true come out? But baby pictures, I was on it. She was on it. Okay, you hear that, Lord? <laughs> See how she said she was on it? <laughs> That she wants that dimple right here, right here. She made it happen. But that, that's amazing, you know, how that revelation came. Mm-hmm. So out of the steps, okay, so we did development. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 oh, well, picking a developer, choosing mm-hmm. your developer. So I choose God as my developer. Now what? Um, the next step would be, uh, as far as developing an actual picture, would be mixing the chemistry. Um, and it says, as a safety precaution, when you mix the chemicals, you have to be sure that you're wearing rubber gloves at all times as a protective measure and be in a well-ventilated area. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like, like you had said, being being sure that you're around like-minded people because I feel like we fail to realize that even the environments we are in and the people we're around can be a hindrance mm-hmm. to our walk. Yeah. Because for me, that, that was, I think that was really hard for me um, because that group of friends that I had was really the friends that I made when I first got there. We all just, we always stuck together. We did everything together. And you talk about, you talk about you and T. Mm-hmm. Were you at Kerr? I wasn't, I was at uh, Clark. Okay. <laughs> but my, my friends weren't, I was off campus. I was everywhere. Okay. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was, oh. I was everywhere. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. We ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> We're not gonna touch that. Okay. Keep continue. No, but, um, those, they never, I didn't see them as bad people because mm-hmm. they weren't bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I was grateful that I learned growing up in church that you don't, it's not, you don't hate the sinner, you hate the sin. Yeah. And that was something that I held on to. It's like, I don't, I don't ever look at y'all differently. One, because I was with you. Yeah. Um, I was doing the exact same thing. So I don't look at you any type of way, mm-hmm. but I have to set myself apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to separate myself from you. And that was really hard for me. Thankfully, they didn't take it to heart. They didn't, you know, talk about me. Like, they didn't look at me any type of way or think that I was being holier than thou 
Um, really? For Yeah. So I was grateful for that. Like, to this day, we're still friends, but I had to spend a lot of time away from them mm-hmm. um, to spend more time with God. And are they the same? Some of them. Some of them. So with you separating yourself and doing, you know, being holy for he is holy, you know, because that's what separate means. I mean, setting yourself apart means to be holy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, none, it didn't have any influence. It did for some people. And I'm I'm grateful for that because I do look at some friends and I'm, I can see um, the influence that God allowed me to make in their mm-hmm. life. Um, and that was also something that was hard for me. Once I did start to have a relationship with God, it was hard for me to be like, well, I really want to help all these people. And God had to remind me that he does the watering. Man. And I was staying in situations and I was staying around people that were still, they were still hindering me, Mm -hmm. but I was trying to love them through that. Um, and not seeing that it was affecting me. Now, what your and I'm asking questions because, like, you making me think back to my moment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Um, and so I'm asking you questions because I'm thinking about how I felt in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at, um, like, my question is, of your group that you hung around, mm-hmm. how influential were you? Like, did you... Did the party start when you came? Um, you know, did they call you up because, hey, man, we need you? Like, were you the person the party came with you or or you just blended in? It was just a group of people. Y'all all kind of equally yoked or? We were all equally yoked mm-hmm. on, on a bad yoke. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we, we were all Having always a, on 10. Like, we were always. Yoke. Yeah. They retarded egg. <laughs> We stayed ready though. Like that was the problem. It could be a Wednesday night and we were ready to go. Like yeah. it's just it didn't take nothing for us. Like oh, I mean, it was yeah. It was just Because for me, I remember, like I said, it was a few moments I know. And so when uh I hit thirty, yeah guys, I, I'm up there, right? <laughs> so get out of my business. It's not it's not about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a guest, you know, so worry about Raina. But no. No, no, I don't do me season. Don't do that. <laughs> Hold on. I was talking about the chicken. I was talking about Terry's chicken. Yeah, I understand that, <laughs> but you know, I thought about like how you put wine in a barrel and you can let it sit for over for centuries. You know, like you try to call me elder. Oh, <laughs> anyway. So, man, there was this guy. Man, I'm talking about we was cool. Mm-hmm. From the time I left college was uh, 2004, 2005, until time Brooklyn was born was 2012. That was my guy. That was my guy. And I'm kind of, have always been like the life. Like when I show up on the scene, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Oh, oh, that's how y'all doing it? Let me show y'all how to do this. <laughs> y'all tripping. Like that was me. So to leave those people, you know, when it was my time, I knew God was calling me to stop smoking weed. I knew God was calling me to be a good father and, and, and really to... Like, I, I even had to leave my father mm-hmm. because the example was not the right one. Not to say he wasn't good, not to say he didn't provide, but I was asking God, Lord, how do I be a father like this mm-hmm. that's going to let my children go to heaven? Like, I want to be that guy, mm-hmm. you know, and leave an inheritance. So I left, every, I'm talking, when I went cold, like smoking, like smoking weed, now that wasn't cold turkey. 
But you know how people say it stopped cold turkey. That's how I dropped everybody. Mm-hmm. Cold turkey, done deal. Not accepting phone calls. It was it was done. And it was a challenge for me. It was a challenge, number one, because these were my smoking partners. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I got to buy a whole bunch because it's just me now where, you know, I, we can match. You know, uh, hey, don't judge me, people. Okay, I'm redeemed now. Okay? And I'm saying so. Okay? So anyway. But this is what was happening. And so I, I spent a lot of time by myself. But even with that, man, I got messages. Man, what's up, man? Like, we miss you, man. What's And that hurt. Mm-hmm. And it even made me think about, like, Lord, am I supposed to be trying to lead them too? Like, am I supposed to be helping? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at, like, am I supposed to leave and just say separate myself just for you and wait till I get right? Or is this something we're supposed to do together? And it just, I just found myself in this place, but I didn't think I was strong enough, mm-hmm. you know, to do it. And so I just had to just accept it or whatever. But, it, you know, when you're talking about mixing the chemistry, um, those people really will keep you, you know, some chemicals are toxic mm-hmm. <laughs> or harmful, mm-hmm. you know, to the body, you know, mm-hmm. or you mix certain things together. Individually, it might be good, but if you mix this with that, it's dangerous, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, I didn't realize that until, you know, a certain age. But once I did, it's, um, you know, really that was the start of me and my wife being best friends, you know, because I had so many friends just like this before Facebook. Like, I didn't even <laughs> use Facebook. I used the phone. What's up, mama? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, let me, let me talk to the business man. I'll be there. Don't worry about you. Know. Man, I was there. I was there trying to do that. So, yeah, um, it made me think about that, how difficult it might be for people to separate themselves, you know, to say, you know what, this is not a good mix. This is not a good blend, especially when you know what the end is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that that's something that weighs on me a lot. Um, like even today is how do I have, how do I have these people I call friends and even family? Mm. Um and I'm living this life with God, and they don't even know the fullness of who he is. Wow. Like, how how am I, 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 I feel like I'm almost like not being the light that I'm supposed to be because mm-hmm. some of the people that I'm closest to aren't even experience, experiencing it themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, but it really is just having that trust in God that whatever seeds I plant, he'll water. But, you know, they probably don't. It's hard to say this, but they might not want it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's about. I remember one time, and our family was going through some things, and I, I shared with my late my my lady friend. That's well, my wife, but <laughs> my lady friend. I said, um, "This seemed like it's a moment, man, where God can redeem us as a family, because His desire is that we all uh, be able to dwell with Him, mm-hmm. you know, and be redeemed, and." When, when my family look at me now, it's amazing because what Bishop said last night was true. Mm-hmm. He said, you you can be the favorite, mm-hmm. but not get favor. Huh? What happened? You know, just because it's me and Raina J in here, we got special <laughs> guests all around, you know? We we got we got a supporting cast, you know? So I had to look over to the audience and see what they was, if they had felt that. But, man, you can be the favorite. Mm-hmm. And not have any favor, 
And he, like, even when he said that was for him, but he don't even realize that is the absolute truth for me too. My family, since I've been in this walk, is almost like I'm a stranger. I'm I'm unrecognizable. I'm unfamiliar. Um, I still have joy. I still have a smile. Uh, but I'm not. I'm just not that fool that come. I'm, I mean, <laughs> they n- go go get bread. Oh oh, come bread. You know they. Oh, you don't want bread. Like I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. But now you know it's like oh hey hey they don't know her. Hey, we miss him. You ain't been coming around. Yeah. yeah, you know, man. Hey, man, you know, God's doing some. Yeah. Some wonderful thing. Oh, okay. You're talking about God again. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't say that, but it's always like. No, but that's real. <laughs> you know, it's like, you. I, I want to bring it up, but. Yeah. But they use you for Thanksgiving prayer. They're, hey, when it's time to pray. There's somebody blessed with food. They, uh, <laughs> Brand. You guys say that? Oh, okay, y'all want me to talk. Okay. Okay, then, but when I'm saying the prayers, like, okay, I probably could go in, but I know they're ready to eat, <laughs> but it's Thanksgiving, so I really want to give them thanks. Lord, you know, Lord, I know we're here just for food, God, but, Lord, we really going to take, and I can go in, but I'll be looking around everybody like, oh, hell, I knew we shouldn't have, I'm that guy now, like, I knew we shouldn't have asked this Negro. But, yeah, man, so, it's crazy that you say family because, man, that it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. And I think that's also something where you where you say people, um, I don't even want to say they're, they're afraid to choose God, but mm-hmm. when you choose him, you really have set yourself apart. Just making a decision for him to be the developer. You know, it's like when you pick some bad, you know, you, oh, I like them Nikes. Oh, you like Nikes? I don't like like that. You know, people look. Oh, you like that? Oh, okay, yeah. Like, oh, you got. Oh, oh you're Christian now. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they almost waiting on you to, yeah. uh, you know, trip up and slip up. Yeah. So, you know, I think for me, and I've gotten stronger too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I true. Like, I love them. <laughs> I love them, but I'm so. My desire is so much to be mm-hmm. who he wants me to be that it's like, you know what? I, you know, I care about you guys. I even care what you think. Mm-hmm. I even care how you feel about it, but I don't care enough for it to change my course. Right. You know, and I feel like that's what God wants us to do. Yeah. Especially when it comes to, like you said, leaving family. Sometimes that's a place for people to be comfortable, uh, for people to go back home. I know a lot of people like, um, when we were staying at the dorms, going back home was a place for them to just go back to, you know, chilling with every, like everybody that they grew up with is back there. Mm-hmm. So that's back um, for a place for you to go and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. But for me, being here was a place kind of for me to start over. Um, mm. I really, it wasn't, um, people didn't really give me a problem in high school. I just kind of, I, I probably talked to two people maybe on a good day. In high school? Yeah. That I know that I still talk to now. Oh, okay. I talk okay. at high school. I knew everybody. That was yeah. There was no nobody went missing. Like <laughs> really? I, yeah, everybody. Um, because really, I've known them since kindergarten. We all grew up together. Um, so for me, it was kind of a almost a relief. Um, just to be able to separate. Yeah. 
because it was it was a physical separation, um, but it was also like a place for me to start somewhere spiritually. Mm-hmm. It was a fresh start, mm-hmm. and it was it was uncomfortable. I feel like that was hard. That's why it was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you, I feel like you have to get used to being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you did come to, uh, I guess the DFW, yeah, we located in Texas, baby. <laughs> For y'all who don't know, okay? But when you did come to Dallas or Denton, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like you you initially find yourself doing the same thing, you know, finding people, being friends, mm-hmm. doing that same old stuff. It honestly, it felt just like high school. Yeah. Like, when I got here, nothing felt different. Like, class didn't feel different. The people, it was different faces. Because, mm-hmm. really, I only knew, like, two people from high school that came up here really? at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know what UNT was. I just applied. Like, last really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where were I you going to go? Um, everything was out of state. And I didn't want to go to... Uh, my mom didn't want me to go to Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, she, H-Town. She, I, yeah, yeah, I like y'all, but hey. She ooh. didn't want me to go there. Yeah. And, I understand. Uh, what was the other place? I didn't want to go to Texas State because it was too close to home. It was a 45-minute drive from home. Uh-huh. Um, she was like, you could just live at home. No, I can't. Um, so, so you were looking out of state? Mm-hmm. I, I got accepted to a school in New York. I uh, applied to Ohio. Mm-hmm. What was that? Michigan. Uh, I think it was one other state. I don't remember what other state it was. So why you didn't choose those? Tuition. Really? Oh, that, that makes sense. Um, I got some scholarships, but it wasn't the... It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. And now, it was really my degree, too. Um, not a lot of schools other than, like, the big schools, like Rice and, like, a and I didn't want to go to A&M or UT. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing biomedical engineering at first. So, it was hard finding a, a good school for that. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Let's, let's pause. I know we talking about some real deal, but bio what? Biomedical engineering. And what you about to do with that? I wanted to make prosthetics. Really? hmm That's your brain? <laughs> I thought it was cool. I always thought engineering was cool, like making making uh, roller coasters and stuff. I thought that was a little too big because if one of those malfunctioned, it was my fault. I didn't want to be that liable, but like a leg, I could do that. Yeah, but if you do a, <laughs> if you do a hand and one of them fingers gets stuck and it's the wrong one, someone might end up in a fight. It's just a hand. I'm just saying, you know, if you got a hand and you biomedically engineering, I, think he, and, I feel like that's user error. And this finger gets, you know, one of these fingers anyway. I'm just liable really? to put it together. <laughs> yeah. Man, and what, what changed uh, doing that? All that, it was too much calculus. I like math, but I do yeah, not I like calculus. You know what? We, we can cut that conversation short because you said calculus. <laughs> I know a little bit about it, don't know nothing about it, but anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, boom. You looked at the pictures mm-hmm. at the mama's house, mm-hmm. grandmama's, okay, big mama house, and you, and you start thinking about developing film, mm-hmm. and you come home, you look at the process, so boom, we got to choose a developer, mm-hmm. then we got to be careful of the, the chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's crazy because the film has to be, um, which is the next step, loaded mm-hmm. into, uh, I guess, this chemical mix. Mm-hmm. For development, mm-hmm. because I'm looking at the, you know, I ain't gonna call it a syllabus, but I'm looking at it, and it says load the film for development, mm-hmm. and and immediately I thought, you know, as you loaded it to the camera, I'm old school, so you go buy the roll of film mm-hmm. and you get to say <laughs> so y'all don't know me, we, <laughs> it's 
something that y'all don't know. Yeah, they're too young. <laughs> so anyway, you get that film, you load it in the camera, uh-huh. and boom, you snap it in and start taking pictures. But this is the step you're talking about is actually taking the film, the strip, mm-hmm. and I guess submerging it into that solution. Mm-hmm. So it's it, again, it's crazy how all this stuff worked together because you're saying we got to make sure the chemicals are right because the next step, you're going to be submerged into that chemical solution. Mm-hmm. And so if we have the the wrong, again, like you said, the environment, mm-hmm. then I guess, I ain't going to say you are what you eat, but you're going to come up with your that. Product your, yeah. your product of your environment. Your product of your environment. You, there you, go. you I, say man, you are what you I eat. I guess I'm, I see that cookie over there. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm really. <laughs> we can take I'm, an intermission. No, I'm really trying to stay focused. <laughs> need a snack break <laughs> no but okay so you are your product of your environment mm-hmm. so it says once your working solution is prepared you'll need to load your film onto the development tank first you'll need to place your reel and the center of the tank uh, into the tank itself as pictured before mm-hmm. putting the lid on top and ensuring the agitator is locked into uh the development tank center now that word agitator just stood out to yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I now, think of, I think of literally being agitated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just think of my sister just like poking at me and bothering me. But I feel like that's that's part of life. Like it's mm-hmm. just there's things in your environment that aren't always gonna be not suitable, but mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's not always going to flow mm-hmm. as easy as you think it will. And I feel like that's what a lot of people think Christianity is, is you, okay, you follow God, so, like, everything's just supposed to yeah. fall into place. It does fall into place, but it's not going to be peaches and cream all the time. And then the word fall, like you said, fall into place, but some things probably have to fall off of you, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like shaking some things loose. Mm-hmm. So, you can be agitated and people almost, like, poking and prodding you. Mm-hmm. But you can also be agitated and it shakes some dust loose or yeah. shakes some things off that probably shouldn't be there or, or whatever. So it works. You know, g- generally, we look at things always in a negative. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if it's something we don't like. You know, agitate. Oh, what do you mean agitate? You bet, you know. Yeah. I remember my uncle, man, he used to be, he was a pastor. Was, he is one. And uh, one day I told him, I said, man, I believe... Um, God wanted, wants me to be that thorn in your side. And I wasn't saying yeah. like, you know, I'm going to just be here and nagging right. you all the right. time. But just, I'm I'm just, a, I always have a whole bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm going to be the one that help you keep you on your game. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm doing anything like, yeah, I'm going to keep you on your game, dog. <laughs> Not like that, <laughs> you know. But because I have so many questions, because I'm so, I'm so needy when it comes to spiritual, you know, the spiritual things, that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to step your game up, mm-hmm. you know. Um and so when I say, Man, I believe God won't be up oh well thorns get picked. <laughs> I'm like, oh thorns get plucked. I know I know what to do with a thorn. Like, oh my goodness, I wasn't meaning it like that. I'm sorry. You gotta yell. <laughs> yeah, don't take it personal. Yeah, you I don't gotta yell. But <laughs> but yeah, but when we look at words that we don't like mm-hmm. It, we get that, you know, mm-hmm. but agitator could be a good thing. But it's crazy because it's part of the development. It's part of it. And so how many people, like you said, Christians, or people who won't even choose 
to 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 live this life won't do it because they don't want to be agitated. Mm-hmm. Won't do it because they don't want to shake the world loose. You know, um, they like it the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, don't touch me. You, you know, those type of things. And so you end up being underdeveloped or not developed. Or your example, you just sitting in somebody's drawer as a <laughs> film strip. <laughs> <laughs> rolled up, <laughs> rolled up, collecting <laughs> dust. Ain't nobody even see. Like you look, like you said, you hold up to the light. Yeah. Oh yeah, that look like it's gonna be a good picture. Yeah. <laughs> you ever gonna develop these? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Do they even develop these anymore? Like this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let <laughs> me look that up on the web. <laughs> you don't even look up stuff to say Siri. Like, you used to have to look stuff yeah. up, and type now. Mm-mm. Siri, can you look up? Do people develop film still? Mm-mm. But yeah, oh, they don't. No, I don't know why. Probably cost a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right, that's rare. That's the, yeah, that's stuff out of date. No, but, but yeah. that was me because I know there was one relationship I was in uh, for a while, and we were really we were like best friends, like we were cool, like. But towards the end of it, okay, well, the majority of it after after a certain point. I don't I can't tell you what the turning point was. I can't tell you what exactly happened, but um it came to a point where we both realized like we are not good for each other. Like we are great as friends, but relationship wise, like we just really gave each other hell. Really? Like, we really did. Like it was on purpose. Like, not on purpose. Um, but it was just like we were both like each other's worst enemy. Like Really? <laughs> like like Y'all didn't mix some kibble at, at all. It was a bomb. That, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like explosion. Like, like we were really like like I and I think that's what was so hard for us to or at least for me. I was just like one, it was like time. We were together um for a while, so it's just like I kind of don't want to give up on it, but at the same time, it's like what happened? Like we were such good friends. Like when we were friends, we were like this. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like what happened? Um, and I know what happened. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm gonna keep it holding. Okay. I am gonna do that. <laughs> okay. But I'm gonna give you an example. Okay. In my own personal life. Okay. I was talking to a chick back in the back in the army days. <laughs> Back, hey, I got to look around the corner. I got to make sure people understand where I'm coming from. Back in my army days, I'm 20, maybe 20, 19 or 20, got a car, met the chick. She worked at the Sonic, and we was cool. And then one time, we kissed. Okay. And it was the absolute worst thing I ever experienced in my life. Uh-huh. Like, it was like taking, you know, that, that extension on the vacuum? <laughs> That little... Wait, I swear, wait. What happened? I don't want Hold on. Hold on. Calm down. Go. It reminded me of a movie. Okay, a conehead? No, Monsters, Inc. Uh-uh. It was that conehead scene. Oh. You seen coneheads where she vacuuming? Mm-mm. Okay, good. But if y'all don't see coneheads, we kissed. And when I say it was the absolute worst... <laughs> It was like this. She, just... <laughs> 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 right, if we was live, y'all, we were streaming, y'all can see it. But it was like, and I, oh. I'm kissing. I'm like, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> when I tell you, I didn't answer another phone call. <laughs> it was bad. Mm-mm. 
So I talked to my homeboy about it. <laughs> and he said, hey, man, because he was talking to her friend. He said, hey, man, you know, she wants to know why you're not calling, man. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm just going to be 100 with you, man. That girl is terrible. <laughs> you know, I can't kill you. Like, man, what you mean she can't kill you, man? Like, Taking that vacuum, vacuum, you know that little hole. Yeah. You know, like, walk around, kissing that thing, just sucking all your wind out. That was a fresh wind. Yeah, no, it wasn't no fresh wind either. Mm-hmm. Just sucking all your wind out. He said, "Hey man," uh, and I, matter of fact, I even told mother about it. I told my mama about it. That's bad. And she was like, you know, even with me and Marvin, my first time he went up. Maybe I just need a second chance. Wasn't a redemption from that. <laughs> Lord, I'm telling you. We did not. It, we tried, but it was no redemption. Aww. Oh, it was bad. Aww. She ended up not liking me because I had to tell her. Like, <laughs> man, you can't get what you mean. Look, look, man. At least you didn't lie. I know. <laughs> I probably should have. <laughs> hey, man, but my point is this. <laughs> when those type of things happen... <laughs> You know, the relationship goes to another level mm-hmm. from friendship because, you know, you tr- you're a friend and everything cool. Then now we like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're holding the hand and putting your arm around and groping and doing all of these <laughs> things. It, ju- it just shifts. Yeah, it just shifts. So it, it probably was one of those moments where it shifted. And then, you know, he, he didn't know. And then y'all young and you was just like, uh, uh, yeah. It's a hot mess. Yeah, then y'all blowing each other up. I mean, like, bomb-wise. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was a lot. But even through that, like, we still stayed together. And it, it really, it was a fight to just end it. And even. Um, was it tears? It was a lot. It was it was a lot of yelling. No, I'm talking like when y'all ended it, was it? No, because we both knew it needed to happen. We just didn't want to. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, oh, yeah, I probably did cry, but <laughs> but it, I knew after a while, I I knew it needed to happen. Yeah. Um, but in in part part way through that, now looking back, I I'm glad it did just because I was it was hard being with someone unequally yoked mm-hmm. because. Um, towards the end of that relationship, I was trying to have a relationship with God, and it's not that. No, he wasn't. Um, he, yeah, he just wasn't. He, really? Yeah. Um, not that he didn't know about God. It's mm-hmm. just that wasn't his mindset. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. So, in it. <laughs> and it was hard because we, I kind of just made the switch of, um, okay, now I want to like I want I want to have a relationship with God, um. So now it's kind of like, how do I stay in a relationship with this person but break the habits that we used to do? And he's looking at me crazy because it's like, why are you acting different? And I'm like, well, it's just ain't nothing working. That made me think of something like for you, you you want to, uh, you know, potentially have kids one day, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So when you look at your experiences, like even with the relationship, like, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, friends, or whatever, their relationships, some of them not going to last. Mm-hmm. Um, would you kind of, um, like, talk your kids through it, like, even picking friends? Because mm-hmm. knowing that mixing chemicals is important, mm-hmm. would you even talk your kids through that? And and the reason why I ask is because when you switched like that mm-hmm. and it wasn't in him, 
um, was it something you could have probably saw earlier? No. And I remember when um, the the woman I dated before my wife, mm-hmm. I remember saying, I want to go to church. Mm-hmm. It, I, I grew up in a church. I don't know where her church life was. I don't know any of that. But I remember saying, I want to go to church. And it was like, okay, yeah, maybe one day. And it came up again. I want to go to church. Okay, well, maybe. Okay, we'll try it. And I just kept bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And then eventually she's like, well, I don't want to go to church. Mm-hmm. That's not something I want to do. And I, I was faced with a decision like, you know, I know eventually, I, I know who I am. I know what I'm going to do. I know who I am. I know what I'm going to do. That's this one. You don't hear nothing? That's crazy. I don't know. I know who I am. I know what I want to do, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> she doesn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? Because we don't put some time in. It was almost like two years. We lived together. Um, we had some rough moments and some rough patches that we, we, we lived through. And so do you just give up on that, on that type of, or, you know, on a relationship because I'm being pulled one direction and she's being pulled another. Mm-hmm. So knowing those ex- those experiences that I've had, even knowing that I went to school with a whole bunch of people from kindergarten all the way up, mm-hmm. how many people do I talk to? Mm-hmm. I don't have any relationships with any of these people, so they're temporary. Do you think this would be something that you speak to your kids about? Like, you know, I got nine, seven, 15-year-old kid. You're like, look, man, they're your friend now, but Mm-hmm. When the rubber meet the road, they y'all not the same. Yeah, y'all not the same. We had to be set apart. You know, look for people who know about that thing. Right. Uh, I feel like with relationships, it's more of being an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, talking them through that, and you know, telling them what I did mm-hmm. and what I should and shouldn't have done. But. Um, I feel like when it comes to like a relate like a serious relationship, um, as far as like a dating type relationship, mm-hmm. that is something that I feel like not that you don't have to be equally yoked with friends, because when you get to a certain point, I feel like you can once you've been developed by God and you are mature enough spiritually, mm-hmm. you can hang around people who aren't. So you can be that light for them. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to being in a relationship with somebody who you're considering being like a life partner, then yeah. um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a reason to even entertain that. Um, not saying that you won't make mistakes, but so with, with the friendships, you're more of a leader mm-hmm. to trying to, you know, again, being a, leading them to mm-hmm. a lifestyle. But not, uh, but not um, partaking mm-hmm. in the lifestyle that they're living. Yeah, um, yeah. Because like, if you look at Jesus, he hung around with uh, people who weren't the same as him. Yeah. Um, and he was still. The thing was, every time he encountered those people, they didn't leave the same. Mm-hmm. But in a relationship, not that you both have to be perfect, but you shouldn't you shouldn't be with someone who you have to keep pulling mm. um because at some point it's just going to end up pulling you down wow 
Yeah. It's not that not 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 saying that you both have to be perfect, that you both have to be just like, you know, just like not yeah, like not that you can't be perfect, but y'all both have to have the same mindset. Yeah. It's it's just not gonna work. Yeah. because um, that's not something you should compromise. That's not for me, that's not that's not a it's not an option. Like Well well not not just for you. I mean, come on. Yeah. You Raina J. What's <laughs> redeeming sin? So it's for all of us. Yeah, yeah. You know, we shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't compromise. Because that that's that's your life right there. That's to me, that's what I my my walk with God and the word and everything that it says, how I live my life, I want someone who wants that same life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna settle for anyone who thinks anything less um than the word itself. Because you're 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 compromising God, right? You know, like the, the whole, the developer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost saying, you know, yeah, develop me. But hold on, what you say? Right. <laughs> oh, he said you need to add a little bit more. Uh, you know, it's like you, you, you compromising what God wants to do with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to try to, I guess, maintain or keep a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it, it's something that we should all kind of not kind of, but we should all. Hold on to, you mm-hmm. know, like the Bible say, keep my my laws, keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. It's something we should keep, we should hold on to, and never let go. Right. And and, and so you find yourself in, in situations where you let go of those values, you let go of those principles, you let go of those morals, you let go of His laws, mm-hmm. and then you end up again in that dark place, mm-hmm. in that dark place. Um, but it's it's amazing to think about it too, because we were in Genesis, and some reason we think that God's laws or his commands are keeping us from something. Mm-hmm. You think about a woman or Eve mm-hmm. when he said, don't, or Adam, don't eat from that tree in the midst of the garden. And all we can think about is, yeah, he said, I can, you know, he wanted to have dominion, but I can't eat that tree right there. Mm-hmm. Not knowing or not even just considering Everything that you have access to. Right. Everything else. Everything else in there. And so that's the thing that, that's kind of crazy because we don't even think about that. You know, mm-hmm. we, 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 we keep uh, the negatives, the negatives mm-hmm. and, and not <laughs> the, 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 the best part yeah. of what he's talking about. And so even like for my children, you know, they don't, they don't, well, daddy said we can't. You know, do that. yeah, but what does daddy let you do? Right, daddy let you get away with murder. Sometimes don't don't play daddy like that. You know, <laughs> don't do me. <laughs> daddy let you get away. Daddy would have, you know, hey, <laughs> be picking you up on that flow. <laughs> don't have to get picked up. <laughs> you know, but anyway, yeah. so what we got next? Okay, okay. So, if I'm, I'm from taking notes, I got choose a developer. Mm-hmm. Then I got to mix the chemistry, mm-hmm. chemicals. I got load the film for development. And then uh, that next step would be to pre-wash your film and then begin to develop it. Mm -hmm. And pre-washing is preventing those air bubbles from forming in the film. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can occur whenever you're trying to dry the film. Mm. Um, And you're actually supposed to pour cold water from the tap into the agitator. Um. And that you don't mix water that's too hot mm-hmm. or inconsistent because the film can melt. Wow. Mm-hmm. Pre-wash. Now, did you look up 
like what's the like it said it's to prevent air bubbles like what what do air bubbles do is that anything in particular or I feel like that's like a thorn in our flesh that we put there mm. yeah not no. just <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no wonder you the host what you, <laughs> what you say teach what you say no it's not just like cause God allows a thorn to be in our flesh so that we can still lean on him knowing that we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. But there's thorns that we also put there, um, mm. that we also allow to be put there um, by being things with, that were that are too hot, by me, by being mixed with things that are too hot um, or too cold or, or lukewarm. Mm -hmm. um, Whoa. Yeah. Lukewarm. Mm-hmm. It's a scripture in there about well, revelation somewhere about it being is. lukewarm. It is. Mm. Now I got to find it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's a scripture in that Revelation. If I if I had to make a guess, I'm gonna say Revelation two or three. That word in mm -hmm. okay, okay. I think when I first heard that word, I think that's what really scared me. Like the lukewarm. Yeah, like because I was like, I heard. I think I think it was me and like Deja and Marissa. I, we were talking about something, and she said lukewarm. I said. I'm gonna act like I know what that means. I went home and googled it. I went home and googled it. I, I sat and read Revelations. I said, "Let me get my life together." <laughs> I said, "Let me get my whole life." <laughs> Revelations three sixteen says, "So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth." Oh, I said, "God, you have to yield." <laughs> Ooh wee. Yeah. That's why, people, that's why people not choosing him to develop him right there. Get spit out. Yeah. Because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, mm -hmm. I'm going to spit you out. And that's all, I think that was, when I read that, I was just like, you would rather me be hot or cold than be in between? And it's just like, because the way, what I, for me, someone who was living lukewarm is like, not even just going to church, but it's like, okay, I read, but then I still go have sex. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I talk about God, but then I still go, mm -hmm. I still go out and party and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's almost like you're living a double life. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that that was worse than just not living with him at all. Basically. Yeah, that double life. It, it, you, I think because maybe it waters down, mm -hmm. um, him mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know if if that's the example you're saying if you're hot then you're hot if yeah. you're cold you're cold but if you warm you know people don't really you know yeah. to some it might be too cold to some it it, it what like if i live that double life mm -hmm. and, and this is one of the reasons like i'm just gonna be 100 my kids don't go a lot of places mm -hmm. family included because of being lukewarm now, if I hit them with that scripture, oh, I'm judging. <laughs> yeah. I'm judging. Yeah. But because you look warm, why? Because it's going to give my kids an opportunity mm -hmm. to use that against me, who's trying to be mm -hmm. hot if God called me to be hot or cold. God. The wrong person sees it and it yeah. just ruins your witness. It's going to ruin it. Yeah. So let's say, and let's just use example one of my sisters, just as an example, and they're shacking. Mm -hmm. Now, me and my wife, we married. But my sister shacking. Mm -hmm. My daughter go over there. Y'all married? No, we not married. This is my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Okay. When she grow up, that that is going to have an impact on her. Mm -hmm. 
that I don't have to be married mm-hmm. to live with a guy. I don't have to be married to have the type of relationship that my parents have because my aunt looked like she had a good relationship with her dude and they wasn't married either. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to give her the, the opportunity, even if I say, hey, baby, that's not, which well, my aunt did it. That lukewarm is going to give her the, the the freedom, I guess, or the liberty mm-hmm. to pick and choose whether I want to be hot right now, whether I want to be cold right now, mm-hmm. and that's what I don't I don't want for them. Mm-hmm. I'd rather show them what hot is mm-hmm. and let them decide to be cold, mm-hmm. you know, or let them decide to be lukewarm than me show them lukewarm mm-hmm. and then they decide to be lukewarm. You know, right. I I'd rather I rather that. And so that lukewarm is a dangerous, uh, yeah, you got to get your life right. <laughs> you got to, just hearing it. Yeah. I'm going to spit you out. Yeah. Tour. Especially when one of them. Oh. Uh, <laughs> ah. Uh, get all in the back of the yeah. throat. Clear it out. Yeah, yeah clear it out. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want no parts of you in there. Yeah. That, yeah. Like he, like he wants no part of that. That's, yeah. That's scary to me. Like. Mm-mm. And and um, let me say this: If you're a Christian and you're struggling, that's not lukewarm, right. right? We we have to put that out there. If you're a Christian and you're struggling, or or you're not, you know, it, it's a journey. Sometimes is you, you're agitated. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're lukewarm if your answer is always yes. Yeah. If you're saying I am a Christian, I am God's uh, a child, and I want to live for Him. Yeah, you might go out there and sin might be knocking at the door. Um, but even if you partake in it, your decision is mm-hmm. to repent. To repent. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm sorry. Like, you're going to live the life of, of one who is God's child. So, mm-hmm. um, like, being righteous and blameless, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with being perfect. It has to do with, I'm going to do what's right. Lord, I'm sorry. I repent for what I've done. Um, in the Old Testament, they offered sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether it's a sacrifice of praise or whatever it is that you have to do to let God know that you truly have a repentant heart mm-hmm. for doing something that's contrary to his will for your life, contrary to his word, and, and, and that you're going to turn around mm-hmm. and turn from those things. Um, that is not lukewarm. Mm-hmm. You know, lukewarm is, yeah, but God know my heart. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. He knows your heart. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> I just, I think it's so funny people say that. I say, yeah, he sure does. He lying. <laughs> he know it. He know, he know everything about it. Trust me. He know you finna go do the fool later. Yeah, he know your heart. That's the whole problem. But I feel like that, yeah, you're right. That's, a Christian sinning is not them being lukewarm. Because mm-hmm. it, it's about the posture of your heart. Yeah. And what you do. So that was a pre-soak. Mm-hmm. Boom. You got to prevent them bubbles. Mm-hmm. And that from that, it develops your film. Mm-hmm. Um, well, step five is it's develop your film. Mm-hmm. And it says, after soaking, you pour the water out of the tank. If the water is a weird color or looks murky, don't worry. This is entirely normal. Mm. It is best to pour out the developer slowly to prevent spillage. When we've poured out all of the, de- when we've poured out all of our developer, um, Lift the tank up, lift the tank and tap it down firmly onto a hard surface. You see that part? Develop your film. Mm -hmm. If the water is a weird color or looks murky, Mm -hmm. don't worry. Mm -hmm. 
I think we were just talking about that. Yeah. I the way I read it was because in the beginning I had said, you know, God, everything we go through is not just for us. Mm-hmm. And I didn't it took me a minute to understand that. Um, one just to understand that, but once I once I started to grasp it, I was like, well, I, I'm not in the position to pour out into other people. I'm not yeah. in the position to speak to people because I still I'm still in, in yeah. dealing with this, mm-hmm. and this is is saying don't worry, you know mm-hmm. what it looks like because God can still use you. Yeah, and that you're not gonna always see, mm-hmm. um, like you can't you you can't even see. Mm-hmm. So that's why you shouldn't worry. Mm-hmm. If the water is murky, you can't like. I'm not gonna always know what's gonna happen. I'm not gonna always know what it's supposed to look. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna know mm-hmm. because that water is murky. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we we want to know too much. Mm-hmm. We want we want to see like if if God truly told me and there was a brother I spoke to last night, and he was spoke to by the man of God who was preaching, and um he said man of God said I see your future. And so when I spoke to the brother, the brother said, oh, man, you know, man, God. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, you got to know us, man. Look, look, shout out to Uplift Worship Center, you know. Shout out to Bishop James Gambrell but, and First Lady, one lady. But he said, hey, man, um, you know, when, when the man of God said that, he said, I got some questions. Mm-hmm. What do you see? I want to know it. And my immediate thought was, if you truly knew what it was, that's cool if you knew the future. Now, what happens if he tells you exactly what it's going to take for you to get there? Mm-hmm. What if your future had a divorce in it? Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think. You know, and I know the Bible doesn't speak to divorce. There's only certain reason you can get a divorce. Mm-hmm. But I know God's grace is sufficient. I know God has a plan for everything. I know, like my, uh, my uh, shout out to Tambourine. <laughs> She said that ugly is good, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that all things work together for your good for those who love God. So if all things work, that means the bad things work for your good. That means the ugly things work for your good as well. So if he says he want to know his future and the future is you're going to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bring it on, God. Bring it on. Millions by the millions, God. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I don't know what you're laughing for. Anyway, I, I, I do, I do. But anyway, so if, if if that's the case, and then and then he says, well, God said in order for you to get there, mm-hmm. you're gonna lose your marriage. Mm-hmm. In order to get there, one of your children are gonna something they're gonna come down with cancer. In order to get there, you know you're gonna have to be homeless first for a few years. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 you knew the details to get you to the promise. Mm-hmm. Would you want to walk it out? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it have to be murky because if you can clearly see the details, then you might not like the the process of right. development, you know, and cause clearly is the, you know, five says develop your film is, is the place where you're finally getting to from the film strip right. to the actual photograph, to the picture. To the picture. So if you knew and you saw some of those details, now nah, we got to start all the way over. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to start from scratch. Or 
let me choose another developer who can develop this the way I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Let me choose a developer that's going to let me pick the process and pick the way to get to where I'm trying to go. And so it, it has to be murky. But, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking long here, but it, it's some stuff coming up in my mind. That's all right. It also speaks about trust. Mm-hmm. It also speaks about trust. Yeah. Because this thing says, if the water is weir- a weird color or lo- looks murky, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Right. <laughs> You're going to like the, the, the mm-hmm. results. It doesn't matter what that water looked like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're concerned about what the picture looked right. like. And so trust me and trust the process. And so that's another thing when you choose a developer. And this is one thing I thought about when um, you, sh- you sent me the topic. How much trust goes into being developed in the dark? Right. You're in a dark spot and you're being developed. You choose a developer and you say, hey, do your thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm grateful God doesn't need our permission. Mm. He, especially once you're in that that dark place, sometimes you don't really have a choice. Yeah. You might not know what he's doing, mm-hmm. but at some point you just have to let him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's you know, Lord, we thank you for that, mm-hmm. really. You know, like this is really a time to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, if I had my way, uh, uh-uh. 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 <laughs> but like the children of Israel, like how you were talking about trust, they became impatient and it's like they stopped trusting God. So mm. they asked Aaron to go make a golden calf. Yeah. And they decided to put their trust in that. And that's like saying you would rather put your trust and be developed in something that's, that you had to create. Yeah. And it's really limitless. God, God is omnipresent. He's omniscient, mm-hmm. and you're dealing. You're putting your trust in something that can only sit right there. Mm. It doesn't know everything. It doesn't see everything. Um, it didn't create you. You had to make it. So mm-hmm. really, all it can do is give you back some gold. Yeah. Um. It, that that's it, and that's one of the consequences of choosing the wrong developer is you get mediocre results. Mm. Um. And you get you get what you not what you put in, but like you had said, um, you're you're a product of your yeah of your create of your develop mm-hmm. your developer. Man, make they took gold rings from everybody, jewelry, and made a golden calf. And you know the when you look at a picture, like you went every time you go to Meemaw House, I've changed the name every time, right? <laughs> every time you go to Meemaw's, you look at those pictures, mm-hmm. and those pictures last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But they're also available for all to see. Mm-hmm. Like multiple people can go over there and look right. at those pictures and, and get joy or whatever they want to, uh, whatever, you know, emotions may come up. That golden calf, like, is temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have the same effect. Um, like it's not lasting. Mm-hmm. Um, because... I took my earrings and you took your jewelry and everybody took everything they had to make this thing. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's going to be not as valuable. And it, it itself still had to be refined. Yes. God, God, God said, let there be. And it was, mm-hmm. but that golden calf still had to be refined or the jewelry mm-hmm. had to be refined into the, They had to make it into whatever it was. Yeah. And so, but the, the picture has an effect. Like my, 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 my point is that once we're developed, our impact is a lot our reach mm-hmm. is going to have, is going to be f- way further or, or it's going to reach far. We're going to reach farther than what that golden calf could. Mm-hmm. 
you know, simply because we, the developer we chose, mm-hmm. you know, the developer we chose. Because when you look at the Golden Calf, they only picked the Golden Calf as a temporary mm-hmm. um, replacement for when Moses come down. Mm-hmm. When Moses came back, then what? Right. You know, they were, can I get my my gold ring back? <laughs> I, I need that. I can go to the pawn shop with that. <laughs> just anyway, <try> yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so develop your film. Don't worry. Trust God. Trust the process. Mm-hmm. And so now this, but this is not. Are we? We're not developed yet. Not quite. Okay. Got to do one more rinse. A rinse. One more rinse. You got to get all the get all the dirt off, all the burkiness. Mm. Got to wash it off. Yes. <laughs> got to wash off that murk. So <laughs> the the final step. Um, well, not the the second to last step is the final rinse and it says that you take you rinse the tank for a couple of minutes before opening the lid and you rinse the film directly once this is done you can finally view the contents of the film um, which would be the pictures and if everything has gone well you should have a roll of perfectly exposed negatives the two most common problems um in the beginning the two most common problems the beginner film develops are likely to encounter is them being too thin or transparent, often caused by underexposure or underdevelopment, or negatives being too dense or too dark, often caused by overexposure or underdevelopment. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Problems are being the negatives too thin or, or transparent. Or under underexposed, underdevelopment. Mm-hmm. Or negatives being too dense or dark, caused by overexposure and mm-hmm. overdevelopment, and and to me that that speaks to the developer. Yep. Such like God, yeah, God would never over or underdevelop you. Right. So if you choose the wrong, it, you know, it's like taking shortcuts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or um, like you said, a beginner. Oh, mm-hmm. there we go, a beginner developer. Mm-hmm. Someone who's not used to it, someone who doesn't have the experience, yeah. Someone who doesn't know what they were doing, somebody who didn't create the heavens and <laughs> like the yeah. one, the one who knows everything. Mm-hmm. Like you said, omnipresent, om, omnipotent, uh, omniscient, knowing all things, have all power, and also, yes, thank you for that. Okay, <laughs> thank uh, Patel. Okay, omniscient, omnipresent. That's all knowing, mm-hmm. like I said, all things. One who can take all things and it work together. Mm-hmm. So, you want someone who has the experience. Mm-hmm. When you look for anything, any service, if you want to get, uh, uh, you know, who make the best cakes or you know somebody when it's come to food, you want somebody who know what they're doing. Right. You know, when they come to building a house, you want someone who knows what they're doing, who has the references. Who has the reviews? Mm-hmm. You know, I always look at the reviews and I go straight to the bad ones. <laughs> Let's see what these people say. With the pictures. Yeah, I need pictures. Let me see what's we, oh, <laughs> ooh, this was last week. I'm looking for them, the fresh ones too. Right. The fresh off the press reviews. <laughs> ooh, you see what they said about them last week? I don't mm-hmm. know about that. So, yeah, you want someone who experienced it. And, and you got this math. You said you don't like calculating about this mathematical <laughs> equation on here. What's going on? No, uh, last night. Uh, Bishop has said an example that really it just kind of like I didn't even think of it like that. Like mm-hmm. I understood it, but it's just like wow. Yeah. It says a new mind and a new heart makes a new creation. Mm. 
a new mind and an old heart uh, makes no change. Uh-huh. An old mind and a new heart makes no salvation. Wow. Wow. So the develop in, in being developed, that I guess that goes with the over mm-hmm. development, the under development or mm-hmm. overexposure, under underexposure. If you are underdeveloped, you're either gonna have an old mind mm-hmm. or an old heart. Yeah. You know, if you're overdeveloped, well, let me see. Being like either or I guess. Yeah. Overdeveloped or underdeveloped is going to either be an old mind or old heart. Mm-hmm. Because, because you weren't fully developed or, right. or not quite finished yet. So I guess it depends on what I guess. I mean, it's just like it's just like when you're driving mm-hmm. and you go off. You think the GPS is telling you to take this exit, mm-hmm. but you say, "Oh, I know the shortcut. I've taken this before. It's quicker." Mm-hmm. But you didn't know that the GPS wanted you to go this way because there's an accident. Yeah. On the way that you usually go. Yeah. So you take the way that you usually go and you end up late, 30 mm-hmm. minutes, <laughs> because you think that your way was quicker. Cussing and fussing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you really see that you ain't finished being developed yet because right. you right. throwing stuff out your car. <laughs> <laughs> then got out the oh. car and went and knocked on somebody's window. Get out the car. Yeah. <laughs> I just seen somebody do that before <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> we on the highway. I hit you with my car. Don't get out the car. Oh, hold up. Cut that out. Cut that. You got to edit that out. <laughs> no, we gonna keep that part. No, just, <laughs> no I, uh, don't get out your car. Yeah, don't, oh, I'll keep that part. But now we was driving to work early in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. This dude has serious road rage. Mm-hmm. They good. I'm talking about dude. I'm riding with. Mm-hmm. And so he. It was gonna get him from here and hit his brakes. Mm-hmm. He put the truck in park. Your truck? His truck. Oh. <laughs> in park. In the morning, we on the highway. Get out the car and start walking. I said, dude, we on the highway. Did they even walk up to the car? <laughs> yeah, just put it in. Yeah, just put it in. You think you're gonna walk up to the car? So yeah, that road rage, man. Hey, hey, I'm telling you. I just, I never understood the point of it, I guess. I mean, don't, I get a little angry. I honk. I don't, I don't get out the car. <laughs> Even in honking, man. What, what, why do y'all do that? So you can hear me. Because first of all, I put on my blinker. I know you saw me. Now what if they honk back? I'm going to honk back. <laughs> so you, so you, <laughs> so, so you honk for a dee, 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 dee. You know, yeah, we're going to make a song. Dee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna out honk me. I honked at you. Yeah. No, I don't rude. I don't get it, man. But you know, as we driving every time we come to Dallas, man, and we drive this driving out here is ridiculous. <laughs> y'all are some terrible drivers Who's out here. Y'all man. I'm not from here. Yeah, you live here. <laughs> Might well go ahead and claim it. Barely. Barely. <laughs> well claim then. It don't matter. All you city folk. I'm a country boy now. You understand? Yeah, y'all ride tractors and horses. I'm trying to give me one. So we, so we, we rinse it. We rinse off that murkiness, mm-hmm. and then we're done. Yeah, you will. Really, that that final rinse is allowing God to renew you. Mm. Um, that takes. I feel like, really, it starts step one: the surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, not just the physical things like the people around you and your environment, but surrendering your heart and your mind and saying, okay, God, I choose you. And that's not always 
I feel like sometimes you don't see the immediate results of that. Like, like for me, I, I didn't have a lot of grace with myself and I'd say, Oh, I'm, I messed up. Mm -hmm. Um, and not even realizing that I wasn't surrendering myself to God, um, Mm -hmm. completely, but having the heart of it. Um, like you said, God knows my heart. Mm -hmm. He does. He knows, Mm -hmm. he knows when your heart is towards him. He knows when, um, you're mindful of him. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's what that's what that final rinse is. Um, so you know, that means it makes me think when we're talking about this being developed, mm-hmm. at, you know, looking at the pictures, then the overdevelopment or underdevelopment has to do with the mind, mm-hmm. because to even be developed would have to speak to your heart. Mm-hmm. So if he knows our heart, then the development process is to get the mind that God has. You know, to to where uh, your heart will show mm-hmm. in what you choose. Yeah, because like it says, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So whatever your heart, if your heart is truly in God, you'll choose Him. Mm-hmm. But it takes a renewing of your mind to walk in that. So then, let me go back because you say, okay, so if we choose the right developer, mm-hmm. which is Him, that's a new heart. If we're developed and we go through the whole process, then new mind plus new heart mm-hmm. equals new creation. Okay, so then we choose the right developer, new heart, but we're over, we're underdeveloped because we take a shortcut or we quit, mm-hmm. you know, change like we uh, double-minded or wavering or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you say lukewarm, then we could have an old mind with a new heart, mm-hmm. which, you know, until we go through the whole process, we won't be saved. Right. Um, and then if we choose a, a different developer altogether... Mm-hmm. And we have a, a old heart because we chose the a different developer. You really didn't go nowhere. We so you don't get no change. Mm-hmm. You have a new heart, but you're still doing doing it with mm-hmm. your old heart. So we're, you're not going to see any any difference. Mm-hmm. It may be more of nothingness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, you just drove in a circle. Yeah, it's a new it's a new nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brand new nothing. That's right how there. we drive right out the pack. Just driving in circles. Yeah. So yes. yeah, that's cool. So now we hang up the dry, mm-hmm. and it says God works just as well in the dark as He does in the light. Darkness will feel like death when it's really just. Dev- you know the part about hanging the dry. What color is that light in that room when they hang it to dry? You ever seen that? It's dark. It's a red, it's a red light. Oh it, yeah, yeah, in a dark room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you when you're hanging the dry. You're being covered mm-hmm. by the blood. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like sealing yeah. the the change, the whole, yeah. the whole development process. Yeah. So, wow. wow. That's amazing, right? So, hey, I mean, so step, those are all eight steps. Yeah. Now I'm new, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a picture, y'all. <laughs> I'm a picture. <laughs> Now, what I was thinking about before you close, what I was thinking about is, um, you know, as we were going through this, God chooses the size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. God chooses the size of the picture. Like the wallets. Yeah. You got five by seven. You know, and, oh, man. And, and because he chooses, you know, it's all the same size. It's all the same picture. It's, well, like, it's all start with an eight by whatever size sheet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they decide, well, I'm going to get two five by sevens. Mm-hmm. Like, how it's cut up mm-hmm. is God's choosing. Mm-hmm. But it's the same impact. 
Right. Like because like it's the same size sheet. Mm-hmm. You can't think that because you might have a sheet full of wallets mm-hmm. that you have more impact than one big picture. Eight by ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't think because you have an eight by ten that you have a bigger impact than somebody who have all wallets. Right. Because developers decided what picture he was going to develop for what purpose. Yeah. So, um, but he decides, Mm -hmm. you know. And so going back to that trust, we got to trust the developer that he knows what he's doing when he chooses, decides. Mm -hmm. And and I I equate that to when he chooses your assignment. Mm -hmm. When you're developed, and you look at it and say, well, Lord, I thought I was going to be two, five by seven. I thought I had more in this package. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So if you can trust him in the dark, oh my goodness. When you're being developed in a dark place, mm-hmm. if you can trust him then, then we still have to trust him with the results and have to trust that he, he did it his mm-hmm. way. And then we just have to continue to walk like we're in the dark right. and be led by him and so he can reveal why he decided for the size, mm-hmm. why he determined that for our life. Right. So, but it did make me think about that. Like, you know, I think about these people that, you know, we on social media and we have these platforms and I was looking at these headshots that people take, even the Christian ones. <laughs> and they got... And I'm looking at these headshots like, what are you doing? Like, what, what, what are you advertising for? Like, what? Hey, man, I won't take me a headshot for this Christian podcast I got. Get a, like, you modeling. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And you want this big shot. You need the background good. And So I'm just like, man, we tripping when it comes to the images that we mm-hmm. want to portray. And, and, and so I'm just like, man, you know, Lord, just have your way in me mm-hmm. that I could care less. Mm-hmm. I'm just crunk that you developed me. Right. I'm just crunk that, you know, the film was good. Mm-hmm. You can get some bad film. Right. Out, see, y'all don't know nothing about this. But right out the roll, you can get some bad <laughs> film, you know. So it even, you know, an experienced person can steal do what he do with some bad film so anyway but man i'm just thankful for that but yeah the size does not determine your value or your worth your worth um and so whatever god decides to develop in you man let's just be comfortable and confident in that Mm -hmm. and just say okay thank you lord because it's an honor just to be used come on it really is i mean them them film is in your grandma drawer right now (laughs) just hoping That that film make a comeback. Just yeah. like, one of these days, it's gonna come back, and I'm gonna be ready. Yeah. You know, like I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready, Lord. No. But it's just hope. But but those are film. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's probably see what they used to do. They would you take your role mm-hmm. and you would drop it off, and then they would develop the pictures, and then they would leave you those. Mm-hmm. Exposures, mm-hmm. just in case you want to go back and get some more developed. So I would hope that your grandma just don't have loose film around it, that those pictures already been developed. But just in case, <laughs> she needs some extras, right? Yeah. And that, and that's the cool thing about film, because even if you are an eight by ten at first, the film's still there. Mm-hmm. You can. God still be, can go yeah. back and make some more. Mm-hmm. 
So, but it's the developer's decision. Right. So, you know, I just, you know, this is on my mind. I know you finna close that, but. No, that's hey. good though, because that's something I have to remind myself. Like, no matter how much I mess up the picture, it's never too much that God can't fix. Yes, yes, yes. It's never too much that he can't go mm-hmm. and, you know, re-rinse, you know. Oh. Wash, repeat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Add some extra chemicals. Add some extra chemicals, man. Something wrong with that color, yeah, Heavy-duty bleach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that black and white picture yeah. right there. You know? Yeah. No, but to close, the question that I kind of asked myself was, how does being developed in the dark reflect being redeemed? And um, something that I kept in mind throughout the process of figuring out how these pictures are developed was that immediate immediate results don't always reflect progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's through the process of being developed where we, um, sometimes lose trust or make the mistakes and do it, try to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's where God redeems us. Mm. Um, and that's where that verse that I had told you, Jeremiah 17, mm-hmm. seven through eight. Yeah. It says, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water yeah. that sends out, it, that sends out its roots by the stream it does not fear when it when heat comes. Mm. It leaves its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Wow. And starting from verse seven, it simply says you're blessed by simply trusting in God, mm-hmm. being your developer. Yes. Um, but a mistake that we make naturally, just as humans, is mm-hmm. that we put Tr- our trust only in what we can see. Yeah. And like you yesterday um, during prayer, you had said. That God loves us how we want, but I'm grateful that God loves me how I need. Yeah, that too. Because it's there's some stuff that I didn't even know that I needed, mm-hmm. but I I see what I want, mm-hmm. and I want that. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff that I don't even see that I need that God knows I need, mm-hmm. and He gives us that. And let me, before you go, let me clarify because people don't know us, okay. so I don't want them to think that I'm just some fool <laughs> okay, up there praying. Sorry. No, I mean, I know, I, I get yeah. what you're saying, yeah. because that's, that's the fullness of God. Yeah. But as I was sitting there and I'm listening to to the prayers and and I'm and I'm I'm walking, I'm like, man, Lord, your love. Do we really even know how much He loves us? Like we say, mm-hmm. Lord, we love you, God. And a lot of times, like when you when I'm pressing, mm-hmm. I have to press into that mm-hmm. because my idea of love is terrible. Like I, it had mm-hmm. to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My idea, because it has so many conditions mm-hmm. on it and all it is. And so even though, like, we have conditional love, God meets those conditions. Mm-hmm. He meets, just because he know that's what it requires of us. Right. To say, oh, okay, well, you love me. He'll meet him. Mm-hmm. Now, he does give us the love we need. Sometimes it's tough love. He gives us everything. Mm-hmm. But I was just so amazed, like, Lord, when you when you say you love me, that you're willing to do whatever mm-hmm. to show me that you love me. Right. The type of love that I want. If I say, uh, if you do this, 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 and this, then I know you love me. Mm-hmm. If you do this, God will do that. Right. And so I was like, man, that's amazing to consider. And so as I was going up to the prayer, because I didn't know, I got I got the point. Yes, okay, got you. And so I went <laughs> up there, um, you know, obediently too. But I went up there and I was like, man, if I, I didn't know how to convey it, mm-hmm. you know. But if we just sit back and imagine and say, Lord, I know you give me the love I need, but you also give me, like, I put a lot of restrictions on you. I, I mm-hmm. you know, like we make God jump through hoops sometimes to say that we, oh, right. we'll serve you if you do this. Right. And we make him meet our conditions. 
and he do that thing. Mm-hmm. And and not I ain't gonna say it's not for everybody, but for us who was there, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even be there if he didn't meet them. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. If he didn't meet the conditions of our love, we wouldn't even be there. But because he meets them, because he always show up, because he's always there, then it, it it gives me no excuse. Right. I have no excuse because it's like, okay, God, yeah, my good, like what excuse? My my, my I'm healthy, <laughs> you know. You continue to develop me. Right. You continue to use me. Um, my my kids, my wife, like you restored us. You redeemed us. Like I don't I don't have no excuse. You know, well, Lord, if you love me, you would do that. You did that. Mm-hmm. Well, Lord, you told me, you, you said this was going to happen. Well, I did that, so now what? Right. You know? And so it's like, oh, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> you really love me. You really, really. Yeah. So that's where I was coming from. So yeah. so people, you know, you got to you got to know us. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> we, we get, we're trying to get the fullest, but I wanted to explain that for them because mm-hmm. I, I know you got it, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. He gonna give us what we need, mm-hmm. and that is another thing. Like the truth, the mm-hmm. honesty, um, just to you know, it, it takes love to be honest mm-hmm. and to tell the truth. Yeah, you look like filthy rags right now. Your breasts stink. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> I'll turn this way. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. Oh, okay. I was I just, giving an example. I thought you were talking about some you, people, like you know, Raquelo. She just yeah, she. Yeah. You have to tell you, okay? Yeah, she'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's some of your teeth right there. You're eating that chicken bone prick. Anyway. No, she ate an onion one time and had the nerve to come whisper in my face. <laughs> yeah, you know, you do tell people the truth. You know, I preach. I like that about you. I couldn't even hear what she asked me because she had all. I just, I just smelt it. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me tell you something about y'all hoes. Raina J. As we embark it was on this, in love. As, exactly, as we embark <laughs> in this journey, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get to know a woman, a young woman in, of God, man, that, that truly um, desires to please Him, the Father, and that like I've seen some of the journey, and from that time that freedom came, mm-hmm. it was a shift, and I even believe. The night of the victory lap. Last week? Yes. Mm-hmm. There was some there was some freedom there too. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it, I don't even ask sometimes. Like sometimes I can see it, but other times I'm just like, oh, that's breakthrough. I don't I don't know what Oh, that's that's breakthrough right there. And so I'm excited to see that. I'm even excited for this. I'm excited for your diligence, even just, you know, getting to this point. And so, guys, just just ride with us. Just ride with her, um, because what you're gonna see as as God opens her opens her up, excuse me, and make her more comfortable, you're gonna see the fullness of of just um, God's glory, you know, come through her on this show. So, thank you, man. I, I'm just excited. I am too. I'm excited. I am too. But hey, you can you can close out. I don't know how you close out on your show. I'm hey, it's you. Thank y'all. Oh, there you go. <laughs> There you go. Thank y'all. <laughs> no, but really, thank you to those who took the time to listen. But um, really, it it doesn't make a difference if nobody listens to me. Um, because this is kind of like me and God. Yeah. Having It's me 
in a way thanking him, you know, talking to him. But it's just I just want him to get the glory. Yeah. And uh, whether somebody hears it or not, in my heart, he knows he knows it's for him. Um, but yeah, that 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 is my purpose for this is that through conversations and through you know looking at the Bible and whatever it may be that um, someone brings to the podcast is that they understand their redemption and that God gets the glory in it. Hmm. Yeah, I just thought of something. I'm not trying to tell you how to do it, <laughs> but what if you had your guests pray out? Okay. So, you know, because you can have a lot of different Yeah, yeah. And, and so each week yeah. is somebody different. So, hey, today going to be me, right? Okay. So anyway, with that being said, Dearly Father, we just thank you for this time. Lord, speaking of time, we thank you for redeeming our time. Um, just giving us the chance, God, to give you glory because in everything that we've done, we haven't done it for your glory. We haven't done it for your honor. And so, God, you're giving us a moment in time to to capture us doing your will. And so, Lord, we're just thankful for that, God. We're thankful for the development process, God. We're thankful for how you uh, see us um, as far as like the picture, right? Where we're five by sevens or we're eight by tens or we're wallet size, God. We just thank you for choosing that. Lord, and just just walking us through the process and not giving up on us. And so, Lord, for that, we trust you, God. We trust you through this process. Not even going to, I'm not even going to pick and choose what side, what part I'm in. I'm step one, two, three, or four, or five. God, wherever you have me, we're good. So, Lord, we just thank you for it all. Lord, we pray that this word goes forth. We pray that the heart and the mind of God goes forth and that it is beneficial uh, for us all in our development. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.